You're listening to TT Live, TT Club's loss prevention podcast, promoting safety and security in the global supply chain. Brexit. Guidance for ports and terminals. While not responsible for the arrangement of cross-border freight, ports and terminals in both Great Britain and the European Union are critical nodes in the international supply chain, handling the freight at the point of export or import and in some cases becoming the border control post. The three-phase model to import changes adopted in Great Britain means that while some changes took effect from the 1st of January 2021, the full range of changes will not come into force until 1st of July 2021. Of course, the EU implemented full customs processes for all goods arriving from Great Britain from the 1st of January 2021. In both cases, new frontier controls need to be developed, introducing bureaucratic requirements for checks at the border. New IT systems have or are being developed to cope with these new requirements to ensure, so far as reasonably practical, a smooth flow of traffic. It is estimated that over 14,000 trucks each day cross the border between Great Britain and the EU. This volume of traffic necessitates robust, efficient systems to minimise disruptions. While some anticipated long queues at ports either side of the border, these did not materialise in the first days of 2021. Recognising that volumes were generally very low through this initial period, the expectation is that these challenges may still arise as volumes start to increase in line with normal expectations. On the 24th of December 2020, the EU-UK Trade and Cooperation Agreement was finalised between the UK and the EU. This agreement in part eases a number of concerns about the introduction of new tariffs on goods traded across the border. Despite the TCA, however, customs declarations for goods traded cross-border will still be required, as too will checks that might affect existing operations at ports and terminals. Border checks will be required to ensure that imported goods meet the relevant standards in areas such as food and product safety and disease control, to prevent smuggling and illicit activity, and to comply with international obligations. New systems, processes and changes to current infrastructure may all need to be considered. This article takes a structured look at the likely considerations for ports and terminals as we move into 2021 and beyond. Great Britain Port Operating Models Ports in Great Britain have elected to operate under either a pre-lodgement or temporary storage model or a mixture of both. Pre-lodgement explained. Under the pre-lodgement model, to achieve customs control whilst maintaining flow, traders will be required to submit a customs declaration in advance of goods boarding on the EU side. The carrier, ferry, train or plane operator, must ensure that all goods have the appropriate declarations before they board for the cross-border transit. The trader must also communicate to the person in control of the goods, the driver or carrier, by the time they arrive as to whether the goods are cleared to proceed on their journey or need a check. For more more information can be found on our Brexit FAQ page. Port operators using pre-lodgement models must endeavour to take reasonable steps to ensure that goods do not arrive at the intended port of discharge without pre-lodged declarations having been made. All locations using a pre-lodgement model will be grouped into one of three categories that will outline distinct reasonable steps. Category 1 
ports with extremely limited capacity to hold uncleared goods within the principal's approved area, category 2, ports with some capacity to hold uncleared goods within the principal's approved area, and category 3, ports with capacity to hold all uncleared goods within the principal's approved area. Temporary storage explained. Goods imported from the EU can be stored temporarily under customs control before they're released to free circulation, exported or placed under outward processing for procedure, or placed under special procedure, whether it be inward processing, customs warehousing, authorised use or temporary admission. This will mean that traders can defer making a customs declaration and paying duties and taxes for up to 90 days from the date that the goods are presented. An authorisation is required to operate a temporary storage facility and again more information can be found on our Brexit FAQ page on the website. Good communication will be critical as stakeholders will need to familiarise themselves as to which ports are implementing pre-lodgement, temporary storage or mixed models and be aware that hauliers may need to proceed to inland sites for customs controls to take place. There could be new opportunities for ports who might consider an application for free port status. This is a concept where certain areas could be exempt from customs duties and tariffs to enable added value processes to take place. The UK government is currently considering applications for development of a number of free ports. Stakeholders considering an application should concurrently engage with their insurance broker to ensure that adequate cover is in place for any additional liabilities that might attach through the provision of a new or additional services. Operational challenges. Full customs declarations were required from the 1st of January 2021 for goods arriving in the EU from Great Britain. After extensive preparation, affected EU ports were ready for the change and required customs checks. Changes for UK ports will be felt over the next six months as the various deadlines pass. While individual impact assessments will determine specific needs for change, it is likely that all ports will have to consider a degree of change in their operations. Changes and consequent challenges will vary by location and operation type. A series of new shipping routes and services have already been announced in the last months designed to address perceived challenges. These services provide direct shipping routes within the EU, bypassing the UK. While this might provide opportunities for some, inevitably it will reduce the service provision of others. Some operators view the changes as a potential opportunity for diversification, anticipating a modal shift from row row to containerised traffic, or a general increase in volumes of traffic on particular routes. The changes and pre-arrival requirements implemented by EU ports inevitably have an impact on UK ports too. Trucks will be turned away from the UK port of departure if they've not fulfilled the customs requirements to cross the border. Denial of passage, even in small volumes, places pressure on the existing processes and risks causing bottlenecks and delays. Planning for additional on- or off-site holding areas is a physical challenge that ports might need to consider. Some EU ports have factored in large contingency buffer parking locations to address this challenge. There are 700 such truck parking spaces available at the Hook of Holland Ferry Terminal, for example. Newly formed multidisciplinary task forces at ports in the EU and Great Britain have been impact testing for many months, assessing not only the potential impact of the changes in terms of customs capacity, volumes of traffic, space and expertise, but also to identify opportunities. 
Consideration has also been given to media campaigns raising awareness of their respective customers. For British ports, this activity will likely increase in the coming months as the 1st July 2021 deadline approaches. IT Infrastructure Investment has been required for the development or replacement of existing IT infrastructure. Several EU ports have invested heavily in new systems to ensure preparedness for the end of the transition period. France France has developed the SI Brexit system, designed to prioritise fluidity of freight in and out of France. The SI Brexit system is an interface between the carriers at French ports and the Eurotunnel terminals and the French Customs Declaration Service. SI Brexit allows traders and hauliers to consolidate multiple consignments under a single declaration and allow the haulier to present one single movement reference number. The trader, agent or haulier downloads the application either from the customs website or via the operator. The barcodes of the MRNs are scanned and paired with the data from the number plate of the truck. These paired data are sent to the customs Delta or Transit NSTI systems for risk analysis and clearance. The number plate is scanned at the port to determine routing, uh, green for goods in transit or those with European assessment document that do not need to be inspected orange for those with goods to be inspected. After boarding, the notification of exit is sent automatically. Netherlands. Netherlands has developed the port-based system that operates on a no-document, no-transport basis. Pre-notification of customs document via the port community system of port-base is mandatory at all RORO ferry terminals in the Netherlands. If pre-notification is not completed, the transporter will not be granted permission to board. Pre-notification can be completed as an exporter or importer, but the forwarder, customs agent or transporter can do this as well. Exporters and their customs agent or transporter will need to register for access to the port-based system in order to submit the pre-notification of import and export declarations. Traders need to make clear that agreements are in place for this and register for the required port-based services. Spain Ports in the south of Spain, such as Algeciras Port Authority, use the integrated technology platform Teleport 2.0. A similar integrated IT system will soon be rolled out to the northern ports of Santander and Bilbao. Teleport 2.0 aims to obtain a seamless integration of the port throughout the logistics chain. The system will support all the services encompassed by the logistics chain and make them available to the port logistics community, including integrated services for the ship's management, services for notification of dangerous goods and export declarations, and integrated service for cargo trucks. The information service element of Teleport 2.0 is designed to provide complete traceability to importers and exporters of the cargo throughout the logistics chain, and those who register can trace their goods via online e-service. A GB haulier would make or arrange to make the entry summary declaration into the import control system in Spain, in doing so obtaining the MRN, thereafter logging into the carrier system and linking the vehicle registration number to the MRN. The system checks the first four digits of the integrated tariff of the European Union code, number of packages and weight. For groupage loads, all consignments must be entered individually. The truck cannot proceed to Great Britain check in unless goods have been cleared for export. 
The data have to be sent to the carrier in advance of the truck arriving at the GB port or the driver must have the information available. Ireland. Since November 2020, all import declarations have been submitted to the new automated import system. Export declarations will be submitted using the existing automated entry processing system. All goods being exported from Ireland to Great Britain, regardless of the mode of transport, will require an export declaration that also contains the safety and security declaration details. For goods being exported via RORO, a pre-boarding notification will also need to be completed prior to arrival at the port of departure in Ireland. The AEP system handles the validation, processing, duty accounting and clearance of customs declarations. The customs RORO service will provide a range of services to facilitate the movement and control of goods and vehicles when moved by scheduled ferry between Ireland and Great Britain. Belgium RX Seaport is a digital system that joins up the data submitted and required by all parties at the port of Zeebrugge. The data are registered for imports and exports through an e-desk. This can be done manually through a linked data connection or through custom software. Drivers will not be allowed to proceed to the Zeebrugge terminal if customs declarations have not been pre-notified through the e-desk of the RX Seaport system. Information on pre-registration of customs data via the e-desk can be found at Services RX Seaport. The pre-notification of customs documents in Antwerp is done via Port Community System of Seapoint. This pre-notification can be lodged by the exporter, the forwarder, customs agent or the transport company. For this, an account is needed on Seapoint. Customs agents often link their custom software to this platform in order to automate this flow. Infrastructure challenges. A potential challenge for GB port operators in the coming months is likely to be infrastructural changes and as a result, space. Ports across the EU have invested in a wide range of infrastructure projects in the last two years, including additional parking and holding capacity, customs control points, new roads and signposting. In the coming months, some ports in GB will become border control posts. Certain goods, for example those subject to sanitary and phytosanitary controls, will only be permitted to enter Great Britain through specific ports or border control points where physical checks and the taking of samples will be carried out. To be designated by the competent authority, border control points must comply with requirements on facilities, equipment and staff. Consideration might need to be given to the impact on the flow of existing traffic, direction for affected traffic and holding areas for such checks to be completed. Space generally will require careful assessment and planning, especially where operators look to diversify. For example, your operation will need to be able to cope with delays such as caused by weather, IT functionality or related to personnel. Queues of trucks have the potential to build quickly, requiring not only space to hold the vehicle safely, but also facilities for driving personnel. Physical security of holding and parking areas must also be considered, as well as the potential impact on the local hinterland and community. Where assessment concludes that the flow of traffic has or will change, it would be prudent for operators to consider traffic management systems that could be implemented aimed to improve efficiency and increase safety within the facility. 
those ports who currently provide services for passengers to and from the EU might also need to consider additional provisions for passport checks and security controls at the frontier for individuals arriving from the EU. Conclusions While reports from industry have been generally positive following the end of the Brexit transition period, it must be recognised that volumes remain low. Stress testing of the various new systems at capacity volumes is yet to take place. While the six-month phase implementation for imports to Great Britain will pass very quickly, there might be opportunities for UK ports to assess the experience of their EU counterparts and consider both good and bad experiences when preparing their facility and business planning. Thank you for listening to TT Live. We hope you found it useful. As always, we welcome your feedback. Either head to our website or email us at riskmanagement at ttclub.com. To make sure you never miss an edition, be sure to follow us for the latest loss prevention advice.